This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening. Uh, first of all, uh, to kick it off, I just want to thank people for being here. It's great to see them. I'm excited about all of you seeing this. I, but most of all, I just want to thank everybody who showed up. Uh, there's a hundred trillion things that are going on uh, during this week, and you could be everywhere or anywhere, and you're outside. It's a little chilly. I appreciate the perseverance, and we're really excited about having you here. So there's some seats open if people want to sit, um, and I just, I'm really grateful that you're here. Thank you for supporting this. So, yeah, let's pop yes. that up. So, I, I, you know, I think I put out a lot of content and talk and all that, so I'm gonna focus on getting stuff out of Beeple for all of us, because he's harder to get stuff out of. So, Mike. What's up? Let's start with, have you spent the money yet? It's gone, that money is gone. <laughs> Tell us, like, no, like, honestly, I think, we can all get like the normal stuff. This is a small community still. This is what's fun about when things emerge. On a serious note, when something that remarkable happens, and we'll see a lot of footage here, I think it's been well documented, the moment. I, I do think it's the watershed moment for the space. Punks, you know, Bored Ape, there's been a lot of things, but I really do think your sale is the one that most hit people's radar. The extremity of the sale probably caused a lot of reaction. And I, we, that's all well documented. I actually want to dig into the human that you are. Wh what happened in, in the first, forget about 24 hours, when you finally came back down to earth, like where, update us on where you are. I haven't come back down to earth. Like I'm still like, what the fuck is, like what is going on? Like I'm still like, it, it feels like it's still very much like something that I have not processed. I process it more than, you know, 24 hours later, but it's still something that I, I think a lot of people are still trying to grapple with, like what is going on right now? Um, just because the world was a certain way and then over the course of just a few months, the world was a different way. And not just to me, what, what, to what, a lot of people. What's different for you as an artist? A lot of times that level of commercial success can really change it. How are you, do you feel like you've been affected? Look at it differently, is there, like how are you as an artist? Like what's going on? Um, I would be lying if I wasn't say, you know, I'm not affected by this at all. Of course I am, I'm a fucking human and I, I sold a fucking thing for $70 million. Like, of <laughs> it's, it literally feels like silly even like saying it. Um, so yeah, of course I'm affected, but that's where I feel very lucky to have been in this sort of framework with the everydays where I have to keep doing work. So the sale happened at 11 a.m. I have to do a picture each day by midnight. So I had 13 hours before the next piece of artwork I was putting out. There was no like, oh shit, now everybody's watching me, blah, blah, blah. Like it was like, no, everybody's, it is what it is. I got to fucking do this thing in 13 hours. Um, and so that really has allowed me to just kind of sort of keep plowing forward. And I know that most of the artwork that I'm putting out, I'm not going to sell or at least I'm not gonna immediately sell, maybe. Um, and so I think that sort of takes a lot of the pressure off that it's not like, are people gonna like this? Is it gonna sell, like blah, blah, blah. It's just like it, just like it was, where it's just sort of like, I just do it, 
people fuck with it, great. If they don't, whatever. <laughs> I think I think that's amazing. I actually think that's how you got there in the first place. What what is your observation of the market right now? You know, I think one thing that is very underrated about you, so many people view you as the artist. You had this big sale. I got to know you, it's why D-Rock and Nima and the team got to go to your house to make this when that auction was going on. In that first six, you know, in that six or seven or eight weeks that we got to know each other before this, I viewed you as somebody that understood the market. That there was a lot more of what I'm good at in you than a lot of artists that come along, which I think is what led to a lot of that success. So when I ask you this question, I'm just genuinely interested because I think you're gonna have an interesting observation. What is the current state of the NFT art market from your perspective? I think what is probably different for me than a lot of other maybe artists or people in the space is I think I have more of a healthy dose of skepticism than most people and so I'm always trying to like this is too good to be true because it, it feels very much too good to be true. I'm always waiting for it to be like JPEGs, just kidding, they're not worth anything. What were you thinking? Like and because for a long time they weren't worth anything. And so all of a sudden it was just like, wait now people are paying for this shit. Does, and it's like, wait, what the fuck? Like Does when you make that statement, is there a part of you that knows that it's not like just kidding, the whole thing goes away forever, but is, yeah. there, but is there a part of you that does believe that it's a gold rush and it's similar to things we've seen in the past where right now it's so fever pitch, there'll need to be a correction and they'll come back later on? I would say there are certain projects that I would be surprised if they stand the test of time. Uh... Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Not V friends. <laughs> um, the um, I I think it's one of those things where nobody fucking knows. I I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I fucking know. And anybody who's telling you what they they the space is gonna look like in five ten years, they don't fucking know. Uh, and that's what makes it interesting, and that's what makes it exciting. Um, but I think you know, as long as you're sort of investing in creators and teams that you know, you believe are going to sort of be around for the long term because I think it's very easy to make promises and it's fucking free to make promises. Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but are you? Because at, at the end of the day, if you don't, then the thing is not going to be worth shit. Yeah, and it's, so it, it's, it's funny. My favorite thing that emerged in the last six months is the roadmap. Like everyone's like the roadmap, like, you mean the pitch deck from every startup that failed in the last 15 years? Like this obsession that the roadmap was this very important thing. I think it's just fun to watch this space make the same exact mistakes that Web2 did, where it's like, no, you don't get it, Gary. It has tokenomics. I'm like, every project will. No, you don't get it, Gary. Gaming's gonna be big. No shit, dick face, right? Like, like you know, I think people get confused. What a dick face. What a dick face. <laughs> Mike. Tell us, back to more fun before we go into the film, what was the most ridiculous phone call you got within the first week after this monumental moment? There was a bunch, dude. Well, give it, it to us. We, like, we want to be entertained. People are freezing their asses off. Give them some. Talking to fucking Madonna. It was just like... Well, let's talk about that. No, I... <laughs> well, that's Guy will kill me. Guy will kill me. You but know you, that. You talk, you talk to Madonna. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I did. Did it go well? Yeah, yeah, it went well. Went okay. Well. What else? Uh, <laughs> I, Gary V called me. Get that was. <laughs> What about like some third grade friend who was like, yo? There was definitely <laughs> some people who came out of the woodwork where I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you. That's it's been a sec. It's been a sec. Um, but yeah, I think it just it, it, obviously everybody has been super positive and super supportive. And so, you know, it, Do you, it's, I have a big question that I think a lot of artists here and projects here, you know, because. I think, just to remind everybody, if you're here, like this chamber gets real small real fast, just to remind everybody, like 99% of the world has no idea what the fuck's going on here right now. And so this is super early, which means a lot of good things are gonna happen to a lot of people here, as long as you don't get caught up in the biggest vulnerability in this space, which is people love to say things like it's about the art and about the community. Let there be no confusion. 90% of the behavior in our space right now is about short-term money, and it is the vulnerability. Yes. Everybody complaining about things, if you look very carefully, it means it fucked up with their short-term bag. So we have to be thoughtful, but I do believe a lot of people here will have versions. Yours is pretty extreme, but I'm pretty confident that there's a lot of faces I'm looking at now, and we'll look back at DRock's footage and be like, oh shit, they were there, now they're doing this. That's what happens when you're early in the thing that's gonna happen. Do, so this question's loaded in that. Do you feel pressure now because people have invested extraordinary levels of money into your art? Do you feel like you have to execute for the next years, decades, to justify those costs? And does that weigh on you? Or do you feel like the market is the market? Like, how does that sit with people? Uh, it doesn't really, there is pressure, but it doesn't, it's not hard for me because at the end of the day, I was doing this for free for 20 years. I was getting up and trying really fucking hard to make digital art the best I could for 20 years. Before anybody gave a shit, before, before anybody would pay for it. And that's where it feels too good to be true because it's sort of like I'd already seen, again, I was pretty popular before this in terms of, you know, the digital art community and this or that. And so I'd already seen a bunch of benefits from, from doing that. And so that's where it was like, wait, so now people are going to pay a lot more money for it? Um, and so I think at the end of the day, all I can do is get up and try really fucking hard. And that's it. And like, that's what I was doing before. And that's what I'm doing now. And so I'm, and I know I'm trying way harder now too. And so that's it. Like that, that's all anybody okay. can do. Well, listen, uh, there's probably a lot of places, a lot of people are trying to get to. So I think we got a little bit here. I really, I'm so grateful you're here. I'm incredibly grateful to Ryan Harwood and the 1:37 p.m. team. Yes, I want to. Yeah, definitely thank the 1:37 p.m. team because you guys crush it with this. Like, super happy without. And thank you for like making this happen. Like, it very, was very much appreciated. The best part was D Rock, Nima, the, the team was there and they were texting me and they're like, "He likes us and he doesn't like all the other people that are here." <laughs> and they were like super fired up. And. Uh, I'm really, really glad that everybody's about to see this. I think the work is really strong. Selfishly, what I think Ryan and I want to do is put out more long-form, Tyler, we want to put out more long-form, meaningful content. And so this was a real get for us. We knew we were recording something and uh, we're really proud of it. And 
Thank you so much for allocating your most precious asset of time to be here with all of us. And I think it's time to play it. So, are you guys ready? Thank you. Yep. Thank you for being here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Seriously.